evening, evening, evening. Happy Friday. Oh, goodness. I have not recorded a podcast in a while. At least not on Anchor. But it's not going to be a very long podcast. Um, I just want to let you all journey with me a little bit about what's going on in my life. As you all know, I am a natural wellness coach. Sometimes we're helping taking care of others, advise others, mentor others. And sometimes we get too busy and forget about ourselves. In this case, it would be me. I don't feel good about it at all. I don't feel good about it at all. I'm not sure how did it happen, when, what caused it. It Well, I know it caused it, actually. It's me not eating right, providing my body the correct minerals, not exercising enough, not meditating, not uh, reducing my stress enough. So now... I'm having to deal with that word I don't like at all, but it is what it is. I know, you know, by Jesus stripes, I am healed, but I have been struggling with my blood. I want we yeah, are with with my blood pressure. It has been alternating. Since I believe since February, but it haven't been the same since I was actually in a car accident. I've always, you know, tried to keep my blood pressure in check. And now I'm even trying a little bit harder now. I believe I'm fighting. I am truly fighting to make sure that the numbers stay in line. I did not want to get on medication at all. I am not a medicine person, but this is what I'm doing. You don't have to do it, but this is what I'm doing. I'm not telling anybody, you know, to do what I do or get off your medications. Don't take medications. I'm not saying that at all. You do what works for you. You do what you think is best for one, what your physician think is best. At the at this time in your life, because sometimes if you know that you're not eating right, <laughs> if you're eating too much sugar, too much sodium, which is not even good, even when you're on medication, it's still not good. So you have to try to take that step to do what's right for your body, because nobody is going to take care of you like you take care of you. So. I encourage everyone, just take care of your body, learn your body, and get the help you need. Whether or not you have to start off with medication, but still in that with the medication, what I'm doing is mixing, I'm taking my um, medication, which is one only one medication, which I'm still not happy about it, but it has been able to control my blood pressure, but I don't want to. Be on this medication forever just to keep it controlled. 
you know, because because your body will be dependent on it. That is why they put it on the side effects to take it every day. Do not take it without your physician knowing about it, because once you stop taking it, especially if you immediately stop taking your medication, you may risk the chance of a stroke or heart attack. Because your body is so used to taking that medication, it has been so used to the blood vessels um, being open by the use of the medication, or it depends on which type of blood pressure medication, it probably used to like the calcium channel blockers. It may be used to doing what it needs to do to get so much calcium out of your bloodstream. So it's used to that. So you have to act. Well, let me not say you have to. What I am doing is weaning. I will begin to start weaning myself when I see my numbers get more control and more consistent. Hopefully I don't have to be on them for more than three months, four months. Now, no longer than six months. So I've been eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. I am leaning more towards now, like eating more raw foods than cooked foods. Um, reducing my sodium level, paying attention, very close attention to the ingredients in the food that I cook. Reducing my going out to eat because you can't monitor how much sodium is in your food. You can't monitor what type of oils, what type of butter they're using. You can't monitor it. So I've decided to just cook for myself. Not even, you know, trying to eat a lot of my family's cooking. They cook very well. They cook soul food. And I know they could put a lot of fats in it. So I can't be doing that either. So any food that I need to be eating, it needs to be food that I have prepared and cooked myself. If not, if I'm not eating a bowl of fruit or a bowl of vegetables, uncooked or lightly steamed, I need to watch what I eat. So that is what I'm focusing on now. And I'll start, I guess I'll start this podcast where I can, it's like a, podcast journal where you see I discuss my numbers, how I felt that day, what I did to maybe possibly cause the height spike in my blood pressure. So I just checked it about 15, maybe no, but about 30 minutes ago. And the reading was 130 over 89 over 81. Still not satisfied with that. It needs to be 120 over 80 or below. So I'm struggling with the diastolic. Right now, 89, that's pretty good. So let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you what I ate. Okay, what I ate today was... So this is what I'm trying to do. I take my um, amlodipine, amlodipine, 5 milligrams at night. I try to take it by 9.30 or 10 o'clock. No later than 11. And all throughout the day, I do my herb, I do my herbal supplements. I do my um, minerals. And I eat my fruits 
and I make my own juices and I've been doing smoothies. So today I didn't feel like sometimes I feel like something I can't explain it like some feeling in my stomach and some pressure in my head. My head doesn't hurt. It's just like I'm feeling so like something is pulling my life or something. I don't know. It just feels so weird. It makes me feel so fatigued and it makes me like unfocused. I can't focus when I feel this way. So then I have to like start immediately like, you know, working out or doing low impact workouts where I can start circulation moving in my body. And then I'll start feeling a little better because I get some circulation going in my body. So it could be circulation issues as as well, you know, your blood deals with circulation anyway. So it could be cardiovascular, um, my blood, my circulation that's making me feel this way. I don't know if it's the medication that makes me feel this way. It could be. And it also could be what I'm eating with the medications. I know with amlodipine, you're not supposed to drink grapefruit juice. So I haven't had any grapefruit juice, so it's not that. And then sometimes I feel like when I get out the shower, when it gets later in the day, also if it's early in the day, if it if I get too warm or too hot, it feels like I'm almost, my heart is racing very, 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 very fast. And that scares the heck out of me. It scares me. I believe in Jesus, but at that point, I still be scared. <laughs> I be like, what is going on? I feel like my heart is about to come out of my chest. Then I feel like I'm about to fall out. And I have to keep praying and keep getting myself together because I don't want to fall out. I don't want to fall out. And then, because I remember one day I was at the gas station with my daughter. I was in the car. My son was in the car. It was hot that day. And <clears throat> I just started getting hot. First, you feel like this something like moving on in your head. This feeling, this fleshy type feeling around in your head. First, I know that's when I'm about to get hot. And then I always happen. My heart start racing. Then after heart start racing, it feel like I'm about to fall out. So I was saying, Lord, what is going on, Jesus? What is going on? I kept pleading the blood of Jesus. Lord, I am healed. I know you already bore this. I'm healed. Help me, Jesus. What is going on? So the longer I stayed outside in that car, the worse it got. I mean, it just kept pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding. And my heart just kept racing. I said, Lord, please don't let me fall out. Please, Jesus, don't let me fall out in his car and i was just like doing my breathing exercises i was doing that praise the lord i was doing my breathing exercises deep breaths in and out deep breaths in and out deep breaths in and out all right she kept she finally got back to the car all right i dropped me some water i took me some of my um cayenne pepper tincture i always keep that with me because I've learned that is a good first aid um, for me, that if you get a um, drop of cayenne pepper, it'll start opening up your vessels. It helps 
with preventing like heart attacks. This is what I've read, research, not telling you to do it, but I'm just going by research and how it makes me feel. So I did take a little bit and it was still hot. I was still doing my breathing exercise, drinking alternated and drinking water, make sure I, you know, I stay hydrated in that heat. And my heart was still pounding, still pounding. I was like, oh, come on. And I was just rebuking, you know, that spirit, you know, just trying to, you know, get the life out of me or something. I don't know what it was. So my daughter, ended up, she had to go back in the um, gas. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm ready to go. And it's still the longer she took, the longer it was for my heart to just like settle down. I did not understand that, but it scared me so, so bad. And she got to the car. I was telling her that, you know, I was having a hard time like breathing. My heart was racing. And she asked me, did I want to go to the emergency room? I said, no, I'll be okay. I believe that I was going to be okay. I'm glad my office was like right around the corner from the gas station, not even a two minute drive, but that drive, it seemed long that day. But as soon as I got to my office, um, outside, outside the door, I started feeling a little better. And then I finally got on the inside of my office where it was cool. And, you know, I slowly, my heart just started, you know, getting back down to normal. It wasn't racing as bad oh lord i am so happy i did not fall out and i felt that way a couple times at walmart too i don't want to be afraid to go inside stores i don't know if it's the stagnant air the humidity or whatever or somebody said it could be anxiety could be stress so that lets me know i could i need to like reduce my stress be calm and, you know, don't be stressed out about a lot of things that's going on in my life, which is a lot going on with my life, with my business, that I want to get get it right. So, mm, that was scary. But I haven't felt that way in a, about two weeks now. I praise the Lord for that. All honor and glory to him. Yeah, it's been about two weeks. I haven't felt that way. So at night now, though, it does feel like after I take them and load a pee, it feels like, you know, I have to like breathe in and breathe out trying to, it's not really hard, hard to catch my breath, but I know it's not normal the way that I breathe sometimes after I take that and load a pee. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. So, and I also have added, um, let's see what I've added to my diet, magnesium. And the form that I did, I bought was magnesium powder. It's called magnesium glycinate. And they said that's a pretty good one to use for high absorption of magnesium. And each scoop gives you 400 milligrams, but I haven't taken the whole scoop yet. I think I used like probably 100 milligrams in it right now. And then I'll gradually go up to 400 milligrams to see how it works. I never go the full course of any supplements that I'm new to. Any supplements, I always start off small. I always tell my clients to start off small. You start off small. So I've been doing that. So today, the only thing, I, I did eat my fruit. I ate a bowl of fruit and my avocado. I had a whole avocado. Avocado gives you potassium. 
So I need, we need, I need potassium, I need magnesium, I need the calcium, I need the zinc, I need B12. So I've been taking all of that. And one thing that I'm working with too with B12, and now I believe I know why I was feeling um, like I needed orange juice all the time. So now since I've reduced my intake of orange juice, I've been feeling better. Because I felt that the orange juice had a lot of potassium in it. But it was store-bought orange juice. And it kind of made me feel like I was getting my required amount of potassium. It is so hard to get the correct amount of potassium in your body through foods. But I'm going to try to stick with it and before I get a potassium supplement. Because um, you don't want to get it too high. You want to make sure you stay within the guidelines. So I'm going to try to get as much as food as I can a day that gives me potassium, high potassium. And I know some of them is avocados, uh, potatoes, kale, um, spinach gives you high potassium, banana. But I don't want to be eating too much banana because it has too much sugar. So I've been changing my diet so that I can see. What is actually causes the spike and make me feel the way I feel. But I haven't felt that like flurry feeling in my stomach because I actually used to mix the B12 into my orange juice also and my zinc and I stirred up and my D3 at the same time. So I don't know if those combinations made it made it worse or just orange juice all together. If anybody that's in the health field, medical health field, rather medical, pharmaceutical, or natural, if you all have any insight as far as orange juice and the way it makes your body feel when you're low on potassium, or is it just potassium or it could be blood sugar levels? I'm not sure. I haven't had my blood sugar levels checked until I was in the emergency room um, back in, was it March? It was in March because in March I had an episode, oh my goodness, that scared me the most too. I had an episode that on third it was on a Thursday in March. I'm not sure which week it was or what date it was right now, but I was I was at home and um my head was hurting really bad. I didn't understand why it was hurting so bad, but it was hurting really bad. Um and also. My nose started bleeding. You know, I could take it the first day, the first night. Okay, I said, okay, I might have got too hot. But I never had a nosebleed before. So, my nose was bleeding. It was just running out, dripping out. So, I said, okay, maybe I got too hot. So, I took it as not an emergency. And at that time, I did not, I should have taken my blood pressure at the time, but I didn't. I didn't take that that time. But um, the day after, it felt like I was about to fall out because my nose started bleeding while I was at my office. It started bleeding. My head was aching. And I tried, I sat down. It felt like I was about to fall out. And I, I told my husband, thank God that he was here with me at the time when I was feeling that way. because. Um, I had to walk around and pray again. I thank the Lord. He has, he's just been keeping me. Ooh, 
God is good. I just thank him. God is really good. But I did not fall out. So I went to the emergency room. My blood pressure was like 220 over 112. And that wasn't good. That wasn't good at all. I could have had a stroke. I thank God I didn't. But when you get to situations like that, it makes you reevaluate, at least for me, it makes me reevaluate everything that I am doing, whether or not it be herbs, minerals, medication, all of this goes into play with my body. So I have to be very careful of what I eat, what I drink, and make sure that I do stay hydrated and make sure I eat a balanced meal. A balanced meal. I'm not trying to go on a like a per se like keto Mediterranean, even though Mediterranean is good for your heart. That particular diet or that particular way of eating is pretty good for you. But um, I just started seeing what actually is gonna work for Starlet. I have to see what foods that's working for my body, and I have to make a law of what is working against it. I have to have me a food journal. I'm trying to build me one where I can track, like write it down. It doesn't necessarily have to be on an app. I don't want to live my life by keep, you know, putting stuff in the app because I don't know how accurate that is either when I put a certain food in there. So I have to make sure I track. We don't even know if it's right even with the food, but I have to go by what's written in there and don't worry about it and just pray about it. But track everything that I eat and track how I'm feeling. Track my blood pressure. Track when it causes the spikes. So now I'm really concerned with like my diastolic. So I've been working out because I heard that that helps with your diastolic um, numbers. Note sodium as well as your top and your bottom sodium. Um, And stress and make sure you get a lot of sleep. So that's what I've been reading about. Get your rest. Stay hydrated, exercise, and low sodium. So I've been like doing like short segments of working working out all throughout the day. So that has been helping me. Thank God. All right. So I do still have my spikes and my diastolic um, pressure. As you said, as I mentioned to you earlier, the last one was 130.89 over um, 81. This morning, it was, what was it this morning? I have to go back. I got a picture. Let me see. Can I still record while this picture going? Go to the gallery. So, I think this was last night. What's this one? Okay, that would be, let me see what was this one. I'm just looking on it, y'all. See what time. Okay, what's today? June tonight. Okay, so this morning, June the ninth at ten thirty-three. It was one forty-four ninety-eight over eighty-nine, and this was actually before I ate anything this morning. So this is what it was this morning, 144.98 over 89. And today, at what time was it today? It was 7.53. It was 130 
over 89. So my Dow Stylic did drop um, 9 points, which is good. But I still got to have it at 80 or a little below. And I got to get that um, 130 down. So that's what I ate. And it did bring it down a couple of points. I ate a bowl of fruit um, that had blueberries, strawberries, peaches. It had peaches, grapes. Uh, what else I had in there? I think that was it. I wanted cantaloupe and watermelon in it, but Aldi at the time did not have the watermelon. Uh, nor the cantaloupe. So I had to go with that. And I dropped me a fresh cup of apple juice. I juiced it yesterday. And I had apple juice and I put my couple drops of D3 in the apple juice today. And I drunk all of that. Drunk the about, yeah, it was about 16 ounces of apple juice. So I drunk the apple juice. Okay. And then I baked me, well, I air fried me a baked potato. It was a big baked potato. <laughs> it was so big, but I ate it. So I probably got at least 1,000 milligrams of potassium with that potato it was large and i did have some vegetable salt um stir fry over it too and i poured avocado oil and olive oil over it so i had red yellow and green bell peppers mushrooms over it. I did not use any butter, any sour cream, or anything like that. I just poured the avocado oil and the olive oil over it. And I seasoned it with onion powder, lemon pepper, pepper, just regular black pepper, a little Himalayan salt, just a little to bring a little flavor, and some black pepper. It was delicious. And then with the drink I had with that was some fresh made carrot juice, which was good. So I drank an eight ounce of my carrot juice. So that is what I ate today. And I am feeling pretty good. But I did notice after I took the B12 and the zinc, I kind of got relaxed though. And I felt sleepy. And I was thinking B12 is supposed to give you energy, right? But I felt kind of relaxed. And I was like trying to go to sleep like. Take a little quick. All I was saying is I need to take me a nap. But through all of that, I still don't think I had enough potassium for my whole day. So I am trying so hard to get that 4,700 milligrams of potassium. Calcium was good today. Um, Let's see what else. I think my fruit, the, the amount of fruit I ate was pretty good. So I don't think I ate enough like green leafy. So I'm trying to get that green leafy foods in my system too. So it is now like 849. I've been in this cast for about 27 minutes. So I'm going to get ready to cut it off. But if you all have any tips or if you would like to join um, me on a podcast, a video podcast, um, just let me know if you are a health professional, a doctor, or anything, if you would like to be on one of my shows, please let me know and we can coordinate the times and the date so that we can get on here and help some people with um, hypertension. That is what I'm dealing with. So I want as much resources and much advice that I can get 
from doctors, from naturopath doctors, medical doctors, you know, that can help me in my walk and others with hypertension. So I'm going to put more podcasts because this is what I'm dealing with. And I want to help those who are overcoming, who's having a life with taking on medications and dealing with high blood pressure. So that is my journey because that's what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with like low potassium. So I got to increase my potassium. So that is what I'm dealing with. And I want to share it and to get the word out. You know, we got to take care of ourselves. We got to use the resources available that can help us strengthen our hearts, strengthen our hearts, you know, reduce stress, help us with our sleep. You know, we need to get it right so that, you know, we won't risk the chance of having a stroke. Or at least me, I don't want to risk a chance of having a stroke. I don't want to risk the chance of me, you know, burdening my family with having to take care of me, change me. I don't want that burden. You know, I know some people can't help it. You know, they happen to them. And Lord, I pray that, you know, his will be done in my life. I know he's come so that I can may I can have life in it more abundantly. And I will reach out and help anyone who needs some resources as far as building and strengthening their heart. And I want more people to come on the show and talk about your heart. All right. So this concludes this episode talking about my heart. You all have a blessed day and do the things that's going to strengthen your heart and always put God first. Love you. Be blessed.